is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek. Coming at you once again is Behind the Steel Curtain Deputy Editor Dave Schofield. And joining me, my staple, my rock. He is entrenched in this show. Thank goodness I get to have family time. It is my big brother, Rich. How's it going, Rich? I am your rock. <laughs> Wow. You're my, it doesn't well, oh, no, just yeah, I was say, you're my dumb as a rock. No, so I can't uh-huh. say that. Uh-huh. Ah, no, we're not going there. Um, yes, it doesn't matter. What, no, sorry. Um, how are you? Snow? Hey, no dude, snow this week? No. <laughs> since we've, wait a minute, since the show last week? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right now? No. No. We had some, I guess I would call it a little bit of hail earlier in the day. Um, not wow. even, not even pea sized, but it was definitely hail because it came in a thunderstorm. So, oh wow, um, yeah. So that was fun. Oh yeah, gotta 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 love this time of year when it comes to the weather. We've so, gone at least you know four or five days with the snow now. So there you go. Well, I got to ask the obvious question because I, I I know the answer, but I want you to tell everybody else how are you feeling about Thursday and Friday and Saturday. What how, what do you feel about Bring the upcoming draft. draft? Bring on the draft. Bring it. <laughs> Ready. Have Believe you ever not, been more excited for a draft? Not, I was by I was by mom and dad's house earlier, and and dad dad and I actually were talking about it a little bit and. Again, I told him, I said, hey, I said, I'm just really so looking forward to it because we are not, again, 
what I constantly talk about here. I'm feeling that we're going into this draft, not pigeonholed into we've got to draft, you know, these two positions. Not we can go for just what we consider to be great players early on. And um, that's where I feel, you know, Colbert has had some of his best drafts in those scenarios. So I'm feeling really, really pumped about this draft, even though we don't have that first round pick. Yeah. Well, Exactly. We've got Minka Fitzpatrick. That's exactly what Coach Tallman said yesterday in his time with the media. He's even saying Minka's our first round pick. So he's so there's one of the best first round picks the Steelers have had maybe, in a long time. Maybe Coach Tallman's watched the show and heard us say that. Yeah. 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 So keep dreaming. But with no other pick, this has a chance to be potentially the Steelers' best second round pick they've had for a while. Now they've had some good ones. They really have. Yeah. But the reason I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is because when have the Steelers been ever so ultra focused on the second round? I mean, they didn't even have one right. last year. They, right. they traded it away. So that's, that's what it is. That's what's going on. I uh, wanted to say hi and goodbye to Wes. He jumped into the live chat real quick at saying that he can't stick around. I'm really Be bummed, Wes. Wes. I'm really bummed you're going to miss the next show. I'm going to go ahead and tell people now what we're doing in the next show. We're going to mock all six picks to the Steelers. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do it with your help in the live chat. We're actually going to run through a simulator. We're not just going to guess who we think is going to be there. We're going to run a mock simulator and let you guys help with the choices. And we'll have to go with who's there. So that's what we're going to do in the next show. But for now... We are all about this draft. We are excited about it. Two days away. I've got to say, we've got our big draft show coming up. Now, I'm really bummed because we were months ago, a couple months ago, we talked about doing an actual in-person draft party here in Maryland. In It's funny. Jeff says Western Maryland, but you're in Western Maryland. We are further away from that, um, which is you're, funny. You're on, the east, you're on the east end. We're on the east end of Western Maryland. Yeah, that's and I'm on the west are. end of Western Maryland. You're yeah, you're in the high end of Western Maryland. You're up in the mountains. So uh, but so I saw back here, Captain Underpants. Man, you might you you're not too far from me. I just realized that. So we wanted to do this this draft party that we were going to do, and then the world went crazy. And now instead of people gathering in places and we're not going to get to watch the draft choices, take a boat across the, you know, across where the fountain is there in, in Vegas to the stage, like they were supposed to do. And whenever they were announced, um, instead we're all in our houses. Um, even, even the, the Steelers personnel work in the draft, even the, you know, like I say, Roger Goodell's announcing it from his mom's basement. I mean, from his basement. Um, we're all stuck inside. So did, did you we, see, I saw a story just a little while ago saying that the 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 Lions are setting up a whole IT team and an RV outside the GM's house just to make sure that things don't go wrong <laughs> during their draft. Well, it's the Lions. Well, They're no, no, right anyway. No, 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 no. You got to understand. Who was the head coach of the Lions? You don't have to say the name. What was his last job? He was the defensive coordinator for that team up north. Okay, so he knows that there is a potential for other teams to sabotage. <laughs> so 
If anyone would know, it would be him. So he's just preparing for the worst. So, but we want to let you all know, since we can't get together to do the, the, the draft party that some people even said that they would travel to come to, we're, we're, doing, the, we're doing it live. We are going to, for Behind the Steel Curtain, we are doing the Super Draft Show this Thursday. It's going to start right around 8 o'clock when the draft starts. We're going to stay on the whole time through the draft. Now, we might end the show and start a new show every hour or so just for streaming sake, but it would be one of those things that it would be like a minute at most that we would be off and right back with the next one. You can tune into the draft or you can tune into us. We're probably going to, like Jeff says, he likes to break stuff early because you always know the pick. You might know the pick two picks ahead if you follow the right people on Twitter. Um, so we might have some spoilers. We would have some other things going on. We're going to have a lot of fun. And not only is it going to be a show, I'm deeming it a super show. We're going to we're going to have the normal Thursday crew of myself and Jeff Hartman and Brian Anthony Davis. We're going to get special appearances from Lance Williams. We're going to get special appearances from Tony Defio. We're going to get special appearances from the Big Brosco. Rich, you're going to be joining us some on Thursday. Um, we might even have some some other people from other places that might be, you know, that have some insight into picks stopping in every once in a while. Um, we're kind of we're still working it out, but I'll tell you what, it's going to be fun. I've got a couple responsibilities I have. I'm doing some interactive stuff with the live chat that we're going to be doing, some of it draft related, some of it football related, some of it more after party-esque. We'll see how it goes. But that's what we got coming Thursday. Tonight's show, we're going to talk about not even Friday. We're going to talk about Saturday. We're going to talk about Saturday morning. Now, the draft doesn't pick back up on Saturday until noon. But we're going to, what we're going to talk about is what's that story going to be? When you get up in the morning and you go and you check your news feed or something, what's the narrative going to be about the Steelers' top draft pick? And the way we're going to look at it is we're going to we're going to use a little bit of what of an article that I did um, that published this afternoon on the website. It was one of those non-time sensitive things, so it was whenever it got around to coming out. So, but it, it it is out where I did a completely updated roster for the Pittsburgh Steelers going into the draft. All the players they have at the positions, this is what they got. This is what you could look at, and let's see how it goes. We're going to look at that. We're going to look at those positions and say, okay, if the Steelers draft this, what's the narrative going to be? So before we do that, we're going to have to go ahead and grab this, grab a super chat. We got a super chat coming in uh, already from Bradley James, four ninety nine in the tip jar. Thank you, Bradley that he wants to know what's the possibility that Steelers could trade a player like an Edmonds or Hilton to move up and gain picks. The possibility of that, I would say it's possible because if the Steelers are going to move up at all, it would probably take a player because I don't think they have enough draft capital to do it. What do you think about that as a probability, Rich? Small, probably 10% or under. Yeah, I would say very small as well. Not that it's impossible. And normally I would be completely dismissive of that. Say that's just not the way the Steelers do things, but the Steelers have done things a little bit differently recently. 
The Steelers don't trade away first-round picks at the beginning of the season for a player. The Steelers don't trade up into the top 10 of the draft very often. You know, and they've made some moves over the last year that I love. I think they've made great moves. I think it's come out of nowhere. That's the other come thing. out of come, nowhere. Right. There's there's never any leak of these things going on. There's never any, oh, maybe they're in discussions. These things that have hit us have been out of the blue. Well, I mean, so, a lot of people thought maybe the Steelers would trade up for Devin Bush. But th- that was more like a fan thing, it felt like. You're like, are, is that really what the Steelers are going to do? I mean, I went to the movies to watch the premiere of of the of the last why can't I, Avengers movie because I had the because I'd had the tickets way beforehand. And I'm like, I got plenty of time because the Steelers don't pick till 20. And what do you know? I come out of there and have to zip home to do the podcast because right as I come out of the movie, the Steelers had traded up to the 10th spot. That's not what we expected. You know, it it, it was a dream for Steelers fans, but it was one that they didn't think was going to happen until it did. So do you think that's a fair assessment of how that went down last year? Yeah, it really is. And I mean, I mentioned, I even wrote an article to help Jeff out. Um, He actually wrote, it was his article, but I just threw some stuff into it for him. And he, he gave me credit for it about what would it take when, you know, when, when Mika Fitzpatrick was on the trading block and I'm like, if I was the Steelers, I would offer, it wasn't a first I offered to like, make some moves and, you know, multiple picks of moving around, like saying, Hey, if you want to, if the Steelers wanted to give up, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And the Steelers went even further for it. They went, they went the first round pick. I never expected the Steelers to do that for a player and they did. So they've done some crazy stuff. So we can't say that that's out of the realm of possibility. I just would say it's probably not likely to see them trade a player and move up really high. Cause I don't know that there's that one player that they would be worth going to right. get. And that's why last year that was a move that I was very happy to see, but I really wasn't expecting it. However, you know, we talk about, you know, this year the Steelers not necessarily be locked, being locked into having to draft the position. We kind of were last year. So yeah. last year was kind of nice to see instead of making the mistake of letting those those top two guys that they really would have liked to have had, seeing both those guys go off the board before it even gets to them. It's like, yeah. let's go ahead and move up and make sure we get one. Let's yeah, make sure exactly. we get and like, not just the position we need, but the guy we want. That's what I, a point I tried to make in an article that I said, if the Steelers key in on a position, it spells disaster. You know, the last, you know, not necessarily the last time, but when you key in on a position, you might get a great guy, but you also might end up with an Artie Burns situation. Yep. Uh, that was my article. I said, when it came to last year, it wasn't about the Steelers keying on a position. It was about them keying on a player. Because the Steelers would have keyed on a position, they would have waited and waited, and then when both Devons were gone, they would have reached for an inside linebacker in the 20th spot, which would have been the wrong play at all. That would have been fixating on a position well, or, and going or, with it no matter what. So that's no, why they fixated or, on the player. And or, right was it, or was it that we finally got wise in some of those places where we've yeah. reached and said, we want this position, but we only want – in the first round, this guy or this guy. And we're going to have to move to get one of those guys. Yeah. I mean, and and that's the thing. And it was almost, it was almost better that the Steelers knew he was out of reach from where they were. Because I think in the years past, they've had players that they thought would be available to them. And then they weren't. 
and then they had to go somewhere else where if the player they really wanted, let's say the corner, let's say they didn't think they had a corner that would get anywhere close to them in 2016 when they drafted Artie Burns. Maybe they would have moved up to actually get them. But when he went one spot right before them, the Steelers go, oh, let's take the next one, Artie Burns. You know what I'm saying? So when people think that's what happened with Terrell Edmonds, I still think it's too early to call that one because it's only been two years. Maybe we'll have a better idea if we could call the same thing with that one next year. Uh, we'll have a better idea. Um, let's just say, I, I think they might have done that, but the question is whether or not, it, how bad it hurt them. Because, like I say, you definitely don't want to judge a rookie after one year. And we, we may be stretched for Edmonds. We may be stretched for Edmonds, but we stretched for Artie Burns. Yeah. Well, See which is funny, because Artie Burns was at least a first-round projection. Edmonds wasn't even projected to go in the first round. So anyway, that's that's a whole that's a whole other thing. There was some good yeah. stuff in the live chat I was gonna bring up, but but uh we need to get rolling with this. So so this yeah. is what we're gonna do. We're yeah. gonna look, we're gonna look at the positions. Hey, he's back. He's back. I reached out to someone this week because we're using um a donation from him for a giveaway on the website. There's an article in there about entering in the two players you think the Steelers will have with their first two draft picks, regardless of where they are, whether they trade up, trade down, pick them where they are. If you pick the first one right, you can win it. The second one is only a tiebreaker if it comes to that, and you can win a nice prize that was that was donated to us from returning to the live chat, who I haven't seen for a while, and I was trying to see if he was in here sooner, um, Just if not just to bring him up, from one Cree Ickes. They were talking about Leonard Fournette, and he said that he can't stay healthy anymore. Or in other words, he's missed as many games as James Conner. So people that – I don't get how people could be so down on Conner because of his injuries and then scream that they should bring in Fournette. You kind of can't have it both ways with that one. Um, and I'm, a, I'm kind of impartial to that. If it's low risk and everything else, that's one thing. Um, People were talking about like a sixth round pick next year is what the Jags are willing to take for him, a conditional sixth next year, um, which would be interesting. I think someone will do that. But Cree, nice to see you back. You have a nice, um, we've got a nice prize thanks to you. And uh, we got a super sticker here. For those of you that don't know, that's like a super chat. Oh, I clicked the wrong thing. So there we go. Um, from Dave Shipley, $2 into the, into the tip jar. So we want to thank you very much. Uh, you guys can use that super chat feature anytime you want, and we'll make sure that we address whatever you guys bring up. So, looking at the Steelers, looking at the Steelers roster, they have seventy-seven players signed right now, so they can fit thirteen or fourteen without having to drop anyone. If between the draft and undrafted free agents, the reason I say thirteen or fourteen, where a lot of us are assuming that Christian Scott, Christian Scotland. Williamson um, is still had an international exemption, which means they can carry a 91st player on the roster, but I haven't seen that they've officially announced that yet. Probably with everything else going on. It's just one of those things that the Steelers might know, but it might not have been announced. So whether it be 90 or 91, they're, they're right around there. They're at 77. Now here's what's crazy about their roster makeup with their roster makeup. They, they have, Four specialists right now. They have one kicker, one punter, two long snappers. That's what they have. But it's it's not a very even 
split like it normally is. It's chilly around 40, 42 for each. The Steelers have 41 players right now on offense and 32 on defense. So when we say it seems like the Steelers need more depth on defense, that that's part of the reason why. But we'll get to defense here in a little bit. We're already going to say Steelers, kicker, punter, long snapper, first round. No. The narrative on that, if they draft any of those positions, are the Steelers. Kevin Colbert has lost his mind, and and as soon as I have to worry about distance needs seek some a mental health facility because there's no they're going to be in those positions uh, in the first round. Sorry, with the first pick, which should be the second round. But right now, I'm also going to compare this to what what the Steelers kept initially on their 53-man roster last year when they made their initial cut down. So if we start with quarterback, they kept three quarterbacks. Right now, the Steelers have five quarterbacks. Ben Roethlisberger, Mason Rudolph, Devlin Hodges, Paxton Lynch, JT Barrett. If the Steelers take a quarterback with their first pick that they have in the draft, what's the narrative the next day? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You really asking me? Do you have anything you want to say or you want me to say it? Oh, I mean, I'll answer, but I was going to give you a chance first. The narrative from who? The Steelers? What are they saying? Or what no, are we just from, what are we just hearing from in general? The fans and the media. What's, what's everyone going to say? The Steelers drafted Wait, a quarterback sorry, high because. The Steelers drafted Big Ben's successor. Because they draft a Big Ben successor, uh, there you go. I would say that if they if they take a quarterback with their top pick, what that's telling us is that they really don't have the confidence in the rest of the room, and now they have a guy they think's coming in after Ben. That's the story. That's the narrative. So that's how that's how that works. Not that we're thinking this is what happens. We're doing this for every position. Um, here's another one we might kind of gloss over. Uh, no, sorry. I got one ahead of myself. What if the Steelers take a running back with their top pick? A lot of people have projected them to do that. The Steelers kept three running backs last year, initially. Right now, they have seven on their roster, five of which had carries for the Steelers last year. So they have James Conner, Jalen Samuels, Benny Snell, Kareth White, Trey Edmonds, all who had carries for the Steelers last year. They also have Ralph Webb or Frank Webb. I can't remember which name, but Brian's favorite guy. And they also have Darren Hall. Those are two guys that spent time on the Steelers practice squad last year. So let's say they even go out on a limb and keep four. They're still cutting somebody that had carries for them last year before, you know, to get down to the 53. If the Steelers draft a running back, the narrative is. Um, phew. Narrative is, is no confidence in the rest of the room. No confidence in the rest of the room. Who does this spell? Who does this spell the most doom for? Is it 
James Conner next year, meaning he's not going to be brought back, which many people think there's a good chance he's not going to. I think that's one narrative. If, yeah, if they that, draft somebody this year, Connor, if that early pick, that then yes, you're not going to see okay. James Conner after his rookie deal. Yeah. So then what's it say? Who does that really show a lack of confidence in? Is that a lot of lack of confidence in Benny Snell? Is that a lack of confidence in Jalen Samuels? Both. I think it would speak they, they more to Jalen Samuels. Either one of those guys can be the number one guy. Yeah. Yeah, but my thing is, I don't think they're going to answer that question after one season with Snell as much as they would with two seasons with Samuels. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I mean, there's if they only if they draft a guy in their with their top pick, and they only keep three, who are they keeping? I think it's got to be Connor, rookie, and Snell. Probably. I think you might not have Jalen Samuels anymore. So I, I mean, I don't see them just cutting James Connor, you know, especially with what, um, I can't remember. General Manager Kevin Colbert said on Monday is, uh, we we feel like we're like our running game's getting revamped by having a healthy James Connor to start the season. Right. That's what he said. He's like, when he was healthy in 2018, he was a Pro Bowler. That was Colbert's words. So. They kind of left it open to say, maybe we'll take a running back. Maybe we won't. So I think the narrative is that they just don't have the confidence in the other guys. And the narrative would be Connor is playing his last year in the black with the black and gold. That's just me. Uh, it's funny because I kind of got into an argument. I don't know if it's much of an argument, a discussion with someone on social media when they said about the void at running back. I'm like, there's no void at running back. You know, trust me. Coming from a person with a physics degree, void, the definition of void is nothingness, you know, the absence of something. They're not absence of play, of players at running back. They just might want to upgrade them. Yeah. There's a complete difference. You know, upgrade is different. There's not a void there. They their running room, their running back room is actually too crowded right now. They just might need to make it better. So that's that's interesting. It's I think how the Steelers address the running back position in this draft is really going to tell us their thoughts, which is what I'm really looking for. Uh, real quick, fullback. Um, if the Steelers draft a fullback with their top pick, the narrative is we're what are you thinking this for signing Derek Watt? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the narrative from the fans is the, the Steelers draft team were idiots. So... Yeah. 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 So that's just another one of those things we don't have to worry about. So moving on, then we have if the draft a wide receiver, the narrative will be what? Now let me but while you think about it, I'm going to tell everyone. Last year the Steelers only kept five wide receivers initially. Now they ended up with six before the first game. Um, but it was five initially. Who they have signed right now, they have 10. They have 10 receivers right now. And they have Juju, they have Deontay Johnson, James Washington, Deion Kane, Ryan Switzer, Amara Darbo, Quadri Henderson, Jamal Custis, Anthony Johnson, and Saeed Blacknall. So although they have plenty of bodies there, it's not that there's not, not room for someone to make the roster from that list. I got two. Because right two now, things. even if you only kept five, <laughs> yeah. The narrative is two things. First of all, 
another another out. Yeah, you know, you'll hear another outside weapon for Ben. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the second thing you'll be hearing is, "See you, Mister Switzer." Yeah. Um, personally, I think the only way the Steelers, the narrative would be if the Steelers take their top draft pick for a wide receiver, even though it's in the second round, what they're saying is this is our number one. If they're drafting someone, they're going to draft someone to be a number one. They're not drafting. Doesn't mean it's this year, but someone who they think will be the man eventually. Um, They're not drafting someone that's going to be that their max is their third best receiver. So I'm I'm fairly certain the Steelers are going to draft a receiver in this draft. They do it just about every year. The only question is how high they take it. So that's I think yeah that's the I thing expect, with that. I really expect that I also think the other be, narrative. I think receiver with one of those third round picks makes a little more sense. Yeah. Yes, I personally. Oh, you mean one of the fourth round picks? That's what I meant. Well, they have one, three, and two fourths. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I I keep snagging the guy from from Liberty in in the in the mock draft later on. Um, I think the narrative really is, if the Steelers go wide receiver in, at forty nine, I don't think it's as much about the receivers as it's going to say the Steelers did everything they could to get Ben all the weapons that that yep. they could for the season. That's really probably going to be more of the driving narrative than even what it says about the rest of the room. So we have one more position on offense, and that is tight end. Last year, the the, the Steelers kept three, and they were – well, not, not who they kept. They kept three. They have five on the roster right now. Oh, no, that's not the last one. They have offensive line still, duh. Um, I was wondering what in the world. Then, I was like, really? We don't talk about the line anymore. <laughs> yeah, Before sorry, sorry, lineman. sorry. Um, I know. But the, the who they have on the roster now is all players that were either on the team or on the practice squad last year, um, other than their big free agent signing. Vance McDonald, Eric Ebron, Zach Gentry, Kevin Rader, and Christian Scotland-Williamson. So if the Steelers go tight end with their top pick in this draft – which is not a good tight end draft. What's the narrative? Man, I'm almost thinking it's similar to what I said for fullback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you all thinking? You're you're wasting. Yeah, what are you all thinking? You're, you're you're wasting space. Yeah, I mean, this went from a position that a lot of people thought the Steelers would take with their top pick to one they're like, after signing Ebron, they're like, uh-uh, nope. I mean, I think the narrative is. If the Steelers draft a tight end with their first round draft pick, that well, of course we know that meant that the Zach Gentry experiment is done. Yeah. But I think that more or less, I think the biggest narrative would be the Steelers do not have confidence in the health of their other tight ends. Because Vance McDonald gets dinged up some. Ebron's coming back from injury. Um, but really, I don't see that being being the case at all. I I, I don't that's one of those positions I would be shocked if they did. So now we got offensive line. I didn't split it up into guards and tackles and everything because no, we're in that line. Tyler and other stuff. But offensive line last year they kept nine, which was one more than they than they usually keep because they had kept Fred Johnson as an extra one. Uh, not usually. Sometimes they've gone as low as eight, but they eight or nine is generally what they do. They have thirteen right now. Pouncey DeCastro, Villanova Filer. Chooks, Wisniewski, Banner, Derwin Gray, who was drafted last year, J.C. Hassenauer, who finished 
the the year um, on the active rosters, the backup center when Pouncey was hurt last game. Jindario was on the practice squad in the season, and then some guys from um, three guys from the XFL. Um, John Kenoy, Anthony Coyle, and Jaron Jones. That's your offensive line room. If they draft an offensive lineman with their top pick, the narrative would be they're drafting that they were drafting um, Pouncey's or Villanueva's replacement. Okay, so you think they're they would be drafting the Steelers? You know, look to the future to draft replacements for their aging line. Right. I think that sounds pretty good. Reed brought up something that people need to remember. We can dress an extra O lineman game day this year too. Uh, Mike Tomlin mentioned that on Monday about it used to be you didn't have a backup center. You had a you needed a backup center that had to play somewhere else, or they couldn't get a jersey on game day. Now you can you can dress an extra lineman. The reason I say this is if is if you are dressing an eighth offensive lineman, you can actually dress. That that will not count, and another one. So the Steelers, rather than having seven game day inactives, could only have five because they're allowing you to dress two extra players this year as long as one of them is an eighth lineman. So, and if you don't do the lineman, you don't get the other one. The the other thing that goes along with that is you could also move two players to the active roster from the practice squad who don't count against the 53-man roster, and then who can go back to the practice squad without going through waivers. There's a, there's a number of times you can do that. I know it's at least twice. It might be three times you can do that for someone, for the same player throughout the season, which makes it really nice um, if, you need, if you need someone off your practice squad to actually be your backup role for something. So that's some, some good stuff. But, yeah, I, I would say that when it comes to offensive line, that that would be the narrative that we would be drafting, drafting for depth now and future starters for our aging line. Yep. So, so that's that. Oh, I just saw, I hadn't been watching the, the live chat, but uh, Dylan just said he can't get the super chat to work for some reason. Um, if I know deal with it, make it your next comment and I'll, I'll make sure I bring it up. So let's move to the defense. Let's move to the defense. Hopefully it doesn't move pat too far past deal with its comment. Oh, so keep an eye for it too. Yeah, keep keep an eye out it for me. Yep. So when it when it comes to the defense, we're going to start with the defensive line. Now there's some interesting stuff when it came to the defensive line. When I'm when I'm getting stuff from like Steelers.com and compiling stuff, you know, they didn't have exactly everybody that from the XFL. Um, trying to get everything updated. Where they have guys listed is interesting because the Steelers signed two quote-unquote XFL defensive linemen that are actually kind of small. And the one guy is basically the same size as Bud Dupree. So the question would be if he would actually be a defensive lineman. Well, right now he's listed as a defensive end on the website, so we're going to put him in the lineman group. So we just got to remember that, um, and I'll, I'll name him in just a second. But the Steelers generally keep six defensive linemen. They've gone down to as few as five and then dressed them all, but generally at six. Who they have are Hayward Tewitt, Aluwalu, Shade Tree McCullers, Isaiah Bugs, Chris Wormley, 
Henry Mondu, and then the two XFL guys, Kayvon Walker and Dwayne Hendricks. Hendricks is the one who could possibly get bumped to an outside linebacker. It's hard to say, but that's nine guys right there. So the other thing that's interesting, but like Lance just said, he's a dash guy, you know, Hendricks is. So that's just that that's just how it goes. What was interesting was how they had these guys labeled under positions. You know, the offensive line, they were a little bit off. Some of them, they just listed offensive linemen. David DeCastro actually was at guard, but no one else was. Um, Matt Filer, of course, was just offensive linemen. Um, but here they have defensive tackles, defensive ends. They only had one person listed, and I was surprised they did, as a nose tackle. I didn't think they'd list a nose tackle. What's crazy is it was not Dan McCullers. Okay. They had somebody else listed as a nose tackle. Are you wanting me to guess? No, I mean, you can if you want to, but you don't have to. Was it Bugsy? It wasn't. No. It was Worley. Really? Which is funny because he's never really – from what I understand, he's that wasn't really classified as a nose tackle. And when the Steelers made a trade for him, like, ah, that's not, that's not really a nose tackle. You know, he's just, he's going to be more of a, and like maybe they'll use Aluwalu down there and then, and, and put, fill him more in the role that Aluwalu was, but on their website, it could be a mistake. It could be something else. They have him listed as nose tackle, which is very interesting. So Oh, Dilwitt wanted to say who he got from his mock simulator. Don't, I'm not going to bring that up. I'm not going to bring that up. And here's why. Because for those of you that might not have been here right when the show started, our next show coming on after this one, we are doing a mock draft simulator with you all, where we're going to give you some choices and you guys are going to vote on them in, in the live chat. So that's what we're doing for the next show. So we'll see what they have. We'll see what's available when we go to do that. But if the Steelers draft draft a defensive tackle, what's the narrative on, on Saturday morning? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do you think it matters if they what what kind of defensive tackle they take? Do you think it matters if it's someone who uh, who appears to be able to play nose tackle? No, we'll we'll still look at it no matter what. If it's listed as a D tackle, people will look at it and feel like, oh, hey, we're trying to get a replacement for uh, for uh, oh, she was Javon Hargrave. There you go. Thank you. That is my exact answer as well. If if they draft a defensive tackle. 
that's going to be the narrative. The Steelers yeah. use their top draft pick to replace Javon Hargrave. That's that would be the narrative. Uh, I can agree with that one. Let's go to the next one. Defensive line. It's funny. I put all the offensive line together, but I split up the linebackers because they're so different. Here's where it gets crazy. Outside linebacker. Last year, the Steelers started off keeping five. Now, they didn't keep five all the way up to week one because they kept Tuzar Skipper. Then they let him go to bring in the extra wide receiver and Johnny Holton, and then they couldn't get him back to the practice squad. But they got him back eventually anyway because he's one of the four because they only have four. T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, Ola Denier, and Tuzar Skipper. This is a good question. If the Steelers draft an edge rusher, what's the narrative? The narrative is depth this year, Bud Dupree will be gone after his one year on the franchise tag. Boom. I I 100% agree. If they draft, if their top pick is an edge rusher, they're saying the Steelers, they, but basically, I'm, I don't think it would, you would say this in an article, but I would basically, they were, their, their draft pick would be to replace Chickalo this season and Dupree next season would be the role of that player. Yep. So, I mean, if a lot of people are saying, oh, Bud's here for one year, if Bud's only here for one year, you might not want to wait till next year for that replacement because then, you, then you're locked into a position with your top pick like you've had to be in the past, and you don't want that. So I would like to see them possibly, if, if the right player is there and everything, address that this year. I'm a, I, that's what I've projected that they're going to take with their top pick, in my opinion, and I think that's the narrative. To me, if, there if is a void at this position. If it doesn't happen, there's if it doesn't happen, you can actually read something into it as well, I think. Then I start to wonder how negotiations yeah. are going with Bud Dupree and his agent, you know, on the back edge of this. I I I agree. I agree. That that's going to tell us a lot because if they don't real if they don't get an address the, the edge rusher at all or not one until late. To me, the answer is do they're thinking Dupree is going to be here longer. Yep, a um, couple names that I've seen thrown out there. Uh Aquanoob says Terrell Lewis. No, he's saying no because someone else brought him up. That's my that's a pick that I've had in there. I know so, some other people have have brought up uh Uchi or Uche, whichever way you would say it from Michigan. Either of those guys are good. The reason I, I think Terrell Lewis is interesting, he is a an athletic freak. The biggest question with him is he did have some injury history early on. So you could, you you don't have to overwork him right away. A pick like that. And then if you realize, Oh, this guy isn't, you know, then you know, you have to address it next year or you find a diamond in the rough this year. You get a guy in the second round that really should have been a first round pick. That's what I think is intriguing about him. Um, with Uchi, the, the thing that's interesting about him is that he could, He's played both linebacker positions, so that's that's interesting. Um, but there's a lot of names there to, to to throw out. Yep. So, but to me, that's a void. The Steelers don't even have a, as many players as they kept the first time last year. So that's a little bit of a void. Uh, granted, <laughs> Hendricks could be another guy if they move him out to that position, but like Lance said, he's a dash guy. What gets really interesting, you want to see a void, go to inside linebacker. Both last year and for the last several years, the Steelers have kept five on their initial 53-man roster. They only have four. They've got four. They got Bush, Williams, UG3, and Spillane. 
That's it. Now I love me some UG three. I think he looked great last year in the preseason as a rookie. Yep. But that was the preseason. I thought he looked great on special teams and seemed like he was an NFL caliber player. He just hadn't got the Steelers had three linebackers last year. He didn't get on the field. You know, now he's number three. And if someone goes down, he's number two. So is not, I'm not even saying someone else would instantly move ahead of him. If the Steelers take an inside linebacker with their top pick in the NFL draft again this season, what's the narrative? You know what? I don't know. That might be the toughest. That's, I've been thinking about that one. I got one. And it's, and it's the thing that it's the position yeah. I really don't have an answer for. Although the steel, they've got to address this position in the draft or, oh, yes, or in, or in free agency immediately following the draft. They have but, to address this position. But the narrative sometimes in, in the I don't feel like the narratives is easy. Yeah. To me, if the Steelers take an inside linebacker with their top draft pick, the narrative is, Steelers truly go best player available. Because I think the only reason they want to draft a player there is if he's the obvious pick. Like one mock draft I did had, they had Patrick Queen dropping all the way to that pick. I'm like, if he's there, that would be dumb for the Steelers not to take him. So I don't know that there's a that there's the right inside linebacker that's going to be right there. We'll see next show. Maybe there is when we go to do our mock drafts right. our, our, and do all six picks for the Steelers. Um. But the other narrative, in, in my opinion, is the Steelers needed to fill up the, that that spot on the roster, or the Steelers are looking beyond Vince Williams, who's been around for a while. You know, Steelers look to get more athletic at the linebacking position, things like that. It really depends on the type of linebacker they would take. So, uh, got to keep moving on so we can get this show yeah. done in time to get to the next fun one. Cornerback, we're going to go cornerback safety. Last year, the Steelers started off keeping six. I'm not sold on them keeping six. The Steelers keep 10 defensive backs, whether it's five and five or six and four. Last year, they did six and four because they didn't really have much at safety. Um, if they if they add a safety, that could change everything. I like the top five cornerbacks for the Steelers right now. It's beyond that. You just got dash guys. So Because they have eight. They have Hayden, Nelson, Hilton, Stutton, Lane. Then they have Alexander Myers, who was on the practice squad. Well, I think he was the practice squad. He was a futures contract guy. And then you have um, Breon Borders, who they just brought in, who played a couple of games. Or, uh, he played multiple games with Jacksonville last year. I think he only actually dressed for one, but he finished the season with the Redskins. And then they brought in someone else from the XFL, um, Arian Springs. So they've got five main guys. they got a dash guy. What do you think if the Steelers draft a corner in, a, in with their top draft pick? What's the um, that's to me that's another one of those where um, somebody dropped down that they just couldn't couldn't resist. Yeah, honestly, here's my narrative: Steelers take another shot on seeing if they can properly. <laughs> evaluate a corner in the NFL draft <laughs> because they haven't had the best of luck That's drafting really them in the first few in the first couple rounds. They really haven't. Um like I've we always try to pick on Brian Anthony Davis because he loved the Senquez Golden Golden uh Sen, Senquez Golson pick. Um I say 
it wasn't a bad pick, but to me, the player was a bust because when a player doesn't take a snap, you know, even if it's unfortunate because of injury, you have to kind of put it in a bust category because it didn't work out for you. It doesn't have anything that doesn't have anything to do with the player. It has to do with how it worked out for you. But I don't, I'm not saying it's a bad pick because at the time it was a good pick. Um, It's just what it was. But yeah, my narrative is the Steelers try, you know, take another shot at trying to get a cornerback at the top of the draft. So I think, I think Steeler fans would be leery of them taking one early on. So let's finish it up. Everything here with safety safety last year, the Steelers kept four right now. They have seven on the roster. They've got Minka and Terrell Edmonds. They got Dangerfield and Marcus Allen who finished the season as the two backups. Marcus Allen was only the last couple weeks of the season. Uh, He was in the practice squad. Otherwise, then they have, um, I'm pretty sure these are all XFL guys. One of them might have. No, I'm pretty sure they're all XFL guys. John Battle, Trey Matthews, Kyrie Kinnell. That's who they have at safety. This is a position I would not be shocked if the Steelers took with their top draft pick if the right guy was there. Right. So what do we think? If the Steelers draft the safety at the top of the NFL draft. I'm thinking that they're that they're saying um man narrative coming out for me is that they're looking to to you know what I want to say make a make a super secondary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kind kind of like, you know. I mean, you really want to get back to it. It's like are we trying to to look like we're trying to build a secondary like we had back in the 70s. Yeah. Some people are saying it's that they have no faith in Edmonds. I'm, I don't There's think that would be the narrative yet. Love you, Lance. You know, Lance said that. That's not what I think the narrative is. I think the narrative is if the Steelers draft a safety, depending on the type of safety they take, is Terrell, are they using, are they looking to shift Terrell Edmonds into the dime linebacker role? That oh, that's, that, the that's how I'd, if yeah. it happened, that's how I would expect it to play out. Yeah. Yep. Hey, and you know what? It, right, I think it was right before I said it. I'm going to bring this one up. Kyle Smith said this, if it shows up. Um, it's lagging here yep. a little bit on me. He said, quote, Steelers look for playmaker, move Edmonds to Dimebacker. I think, you know, unless they're drafting a safety that is a, that is a Dimebacker. You know, I've, a lot of people have said in the live chat, I've been big on it too with the Steelers. A lot of people like a player like uh like a like a Tanner Muse, who's a who's a who was a safety in college, but is projecting to possibly even be a linebacker um in the NFL, one of those kind of a hybrid guys. If they take a hybrid guy, then maybe that's not what the what the narrative is. Then 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 it's the narrative of Steelers looking for the next Mark Barron at the top of the NFL draft. You know what I'm saying? Because Barron was a safety of the linebacker. Okay. It depends on the type of safety they take, but e- either way. So, so it's funny because Lance wanted to make sure he knew. He said, I like Edmonds. That was just, um, he said, um, he will be that anyway. I think Big Bro is correct, according to Lance. So, uh, you might get to meet Lance on Thursday, right? Might get to talk in person with Lance for the yeah, first get, time. Yeah, well, talk, 
talk in talk in person how everybody talks in person these days right over the computer right. so uh someone said about muse as a sixth rounder that's actually where i took him in every draft that i took him so um some people are saying about taking they can't take him in the fifth Steelers don't have one taking him in the fourth i think is a little bit of a reach but who knows so that's kind of what we looked at with the narratives of the different positions so in other words when we get that first draft pick of the Steelers on Friday, I'm assuming it's going to be on Friday. It's really going to tell us what they think about certain things. It really is. Yeah. I mean, a or, lot of people it, aren't. It's going to tell you what right. they think about people or the direction you see them going. Yeah. Like that arrow is not going to be spinning around quite so much. You know, you're going to have an idea which direction is pointing that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, a lot of people think, I mean, even some, you know, national media think it's quarterback. Other, other ones are saying it's, it, you need to be, it's got to be, who was it? It was Rod Woodson. I saw the report today where Rod Woodson said, um, Steelers got to, got to get someone on offense to have a playmaker for Ben. They've got, they've got more holes in their defensive depth. You know, if it's not a waste to take an edge rusher because it could be a replacement for Dupree. It's not a waste to take an inside linebacker because it could be a replacement for, for Williams down the road. It's not a waste to take a safety because it could be a more of a true safety. Um, and as more, and kind of as a replacement to be that all the time safety from Edmonds, there are things in the defense that could actually make them that almost make more sense right now. So it's, it's going to be so interesting to figure it out. So I just, we're, we're going to get answers. We're going to get answers. So you're ready to go do this. You're ready to go do this mock draft in the next show. Yep. Let's do it. Yeah. So before we go, want to make sure you guys know, hang around. You'll get another notification. If your notifications are turned on to jump into the live chat, we're going to, we're going to be running a, a mock draft where you all are going to make the picks. Well, you are going to help us make the picks. Obviously, we can't just let one person make it. We'll try to get a consensus. Um, and that's what we're going to be doing. But make sure, more importantly, you are liking the program. You know, X out your little message thing. Hit that like button. Come, come right back to the live chat. That could help us out more than anything. Make sure you're tuning into all our shows. Make sure you're ready to go on Thursday. If you want to listen to what the ESPN or ABC has to say about the draft, that's fine. Or you can be like us and have the TV on to see stuff in the background, but listen to Steeler, you know, talk with other Steeler fans and stuff with what's going on. Yep. So we thank you for, for liking the show. Make sure, if nothing else, go back and and, and, ref, and refresh the, the page on the YouTube channel. Just go to the YouTube channel, refresh the page. The next show will show up here in the next couple minutes and go ahead and hop on in there. Because most importantly, we need you to tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. Thanks for geeking out with us. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.